the big blessing in disguise about the whole virus situation because a lot of people have been shopping online. And it's inspired a lot of us uh, entrepreneurs to become more creative in our outreach using these platforms, social media, you know, the podcast and everything like that. Yeah, that, that sounds amazing. I mean, you know, out of out of tragedy is always success stories, right? Um, the yin and the yang of the uh, the way we live our lives, right? Um, and it sounds like. Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people from around the world. Today, what are you doing? Let me start that over. All right, ready? Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we in the... I don't know why I'm nervous right now. (laughs) It's a bunch of energy pop. I got crystals by the phone and shit. You got all the energy going right now. Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things from around the world. My brother, tell us who you are and what do you do? Peace, peace, family. I'm Trilla King. Uh, I keep Thomas government. I go by Trilla King. I do uh, make custom crystal and gemstone jewelry, one of a kind. Um, I also uh, wholesale and retail natural crystals and gemstone minerals. Um, I was a truck driver for about two and a half years. Uh, I've worked for Whole Foods and Amazon um, before Whole Amazon bought out Whole Foods. You know, so we talk about that a little bit. But um, yeah, man, entrepreneurship. Um, my wife makes, you know, we in the DIY. So she makes uh, Yoni Steams. She makes our toothpaste. Um, you name it. I make uh, jewelry, uh, incense, body oils, you know, everything that I'm interested in. Basically, I, I sell my lifestyle. Okay. Okay. So what got you into this? Uh, well, let's take a couple steps back. What got you into truck driving? Oh, man. So truck driving was a, a crazy situation. Um, we were actually living in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, which is kind of overpopulated for its size. It's like the number one move to place in the country. Well, it was anyway, like six years ago when we lived there. And um, we was, uh, she got pregnant. And when she conceived our firstborn, uh, it was just like, you know, I'm working at Whole Foods and she working at um, this hotel resort. And we like, man, we can't do this. Like we ain't gonna have time to raise the little one and then we ain't want the daycare to raise them. You know what I'm saying? So we ended up moving back home with our parents. And uh, in the process of moving back home, man, we couldn't <laughs> we couldn't find work. I couldn't find work. So I'm putting in application on application. And, like, nobody wanted to hire me. Um, so one of my partners was talking about trucking school. Uh, I was already thinking about it. I was going to go through a company in which they'll pay for your trucking school and all that. But it's, sometimes you get tied up in these contracts with these companies. You might not like the company, but you owe them debt if you leave them. So I ended up uh, going to trucking school to this private school, Truck Driving Institute, where uh, it's three weeks, three-week program, where I go to school five days a week. And after three weeks, uh, I was able to take the course and get my CDL. Once I got my CDL, bro, they had the first day in trucking school, we did uh, like 20 or 30 job applications. So I had pre-hires the first week. By the time I even had everything, uh, all my paperwork filled out for the school, you know, to ensure that I had my insurance to drive as a student, all that. I already had pretty high calls. So I was like, okay, this is definitely a booming industry. Uh, long story short, and, and it was from the really 
I wanted to be my own boss. I didn't want to be micromanaged. You know what I'm saying? You know, you work these jobs. And because I, when I worked for Amazon, there's always somebody looking at you, looking over your shoulder. They keeping track of how many packages you pack per hour. I worked at Whole Foods. You know, you got these um, these white cats, man. And I'm I'm not big on, you know, like somebody watching me, making sure I'm here or there or whatever, whatever. So, um, yeah, I want to do something where I could be more independent and I have, have freedom. So, uh, yeah, went to trucking school, man. By the time I finished, I had, like, five different companies. I was, but I ended up doing flatbed because flatbed is home every weekend. And I got I got two children, which I had one at the time. But I'm like, bro, I'm not about to be away from my son for weeks at a time, you know, to be over the road. So flatbed is a little bit more work. It's harder because you got to tarp and untarp loads, whatever. Um, but you're home every weekend. So I was gone Monday through Friday. I'm home every weekend, making about a grand a week. My first check was a grand. I had pinched myself. I thought I was dreaming. I went crazy. <laughs> so um, did that. And um, the whole time I'm on the road, you know, I'm just like getting homesick. Um, I'm already established with the business at this point. You know, we we done events, we done festivals, we had a little online presence, and um, it was it was really a a, a point in life where you know you got to decide, okay, what's next? You know what I'm saying? So the universe catapulted me into slowing down and focusing on my business more because my wife got pregnant with our second born. And uh, by this time, it's like, okay, I said, it's time. I was going to buy a truck and, you know, me, her, and my baby just live in the truck and stack the bread. But we'll, we'll catch up on that and take the next questions out of this. I mean, that actually led me into the next thing, right? So you started trucking and then now you're doing crystals and DIY products that pretty much are things that, you know, kind of household necessities, right? So what got you guys into doing that kind of stuff? Yeah. Uh, basically, I saw I saw a crystal necklace that I wanted online. And I was talking to the time. This was when we first moved back with our parents from Charleston. So I'm a stay-at-home dad um, with my, you know, he was about three, four months old at the time, my three-month-old son. So... Uh, I wanted more than just one. Like she used to make them for me when she get time after she get off from work or whatever. I'm sitting at home with the material. I had them went and bought some crystals and I had the material. And we probably had like probably like seven stones, just a handful of stones. That's all we had, and a little bit of copper. And I ended up making them. I had days where I just made back to back to back around in my downtown uh, with me and my son. And um, I posted them online. I was just posting them on Facebook and people would hit me up in the inbox. Show how much? How much? 15, 15, that was just booming. It was gone. So I'm like, okay, well, this is something. So I started uh, buying more, you know, increasing the volume of what I was buying. I started posting in different groups on Facebook and whatnot. And I ended up in a position where I was making like 100 a day, you know, from the house, just chilling. Like, um, but yeah, that, that was the gateway to it. And then we just started adding more products from sage to instance, shea butter, you know. That's dope. So was the trucking part of your initial introduction to traveling or were you traveling before that? I was traveling before that. Uh, we lived in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, when I, I got my first real job, which was probably about like 21, 22. My first job I took serious was Amazon. So uh, 
Columbia from where we live is like an hour and 40 minutes. So coming back home to see our folks every holiday, it's like we just travel from Columbia to Bennettsville, our hometown, back and forth. And it took us kind of back to like, you know how it be when you're in college, you're going back and forth home or whatever. It took us back to that vibe. But I've been traveling South Carolina since then. Um, trucking, yes, trucking got me into traveling the country as we was running the Southeast region. So I would run down to Florida and all the way up as far as um, highest I've been on. I didn't go exactly to Maine, but I've been up to Cincinnati. What's on top of New York? It's two joints that's on top of New York, right? Connecticut, then Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. Massachusetts. Yeah. So I've been up as far as Massachusetts, and then I've been down to Florida, and then a little bit Midwest. Okay. What's been the most interesting so yeah, trip trucking that you've taken on truck? Ah, the truck. Uh, I used to like to go to Ohio. Ohio was cool, but I love Miami. Miami was probably the most interesting because. I went down there. It was my first time in Miami on a truck. That's that's what introduced me to Miami. I didn't get to, you know, turn up or nothing, but when I got down there, it's like, damn, bro. I got out of the truck. I had on my regular clothes. It's like Christmas time. It's probably like December. And I jump out with some jeans and, you know, long sleeve shirt on. I had to jump back in and put my basketball shorts <laughs> on. And it said nighttime. It's like, <laughs> it's like 75 degrees at night, bro. So I just walked the Ross, you know what I'm saying? I caught the vibe, the energy of, of the environment. And um, just just trucking helped me see that like every place has like this energy that you you know you give something to it and you take something from it once you leave that place. So I feel like I feel like traveling is like the art of our existence. Like we we are meant to be going to these places, tapping into these frequencies. That's dope. That's dope. So what keeps you what keeps you pushing? What keeps pushing you to travel? Because I mean, one, I know it's work. But I know it has to be more than work, right? There's something about getting on that road and sure. experiencing something new, meeting new people. So, like, <laughs> what is it for you that keeps you moving? For sure. Um, like you said, man, um, your last trip, you are always like, okay, we're going to do this next. And every time you're on the way, leaving out, about to go somewhere, you like a kid again. You're excited. You know what I'm saying? you hype. And you got this, you got this energy and all this turmoil from day to day, your, your routine life, you can go drop that shit off. You know, you leave it at your destination and you pick up what's new from there. If you're really soaking in and absorbing, you know, the environment, it's like, man, it's, it's really transformative in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Because you go, you tap into the culture, you do what they do, you eat, you know how the locals eat, and it it becomes like a whole new um it's like a new level that you tap into of your existence, you know? Yeah, it's the, I, I love the way you would kind of, so like for the most part, most of my guests have been like, their stories are international, but from your perspective, it's almost the same thing traveling domestic, right? Like I believe it we, is. we sometimes take for granted some of the little things that we have here at home and kind of like, take the, the the biggest leap and just like we're going over to somebody else's country but in our own backyards you know there are a lot of adventures apparently um for you to discover so yeah. um with that being said 
um, as a black man moving around in America, I know things have <laughs> always been amazing, right? So like, sure. you know, so not only just as a trucker, as a businessman, as a father, um, as a son, as a brother, like, you know, has it been as bad as they make it out to be um, being a black man in America moving around as you did? It's not for me personally, because I feel like it's, it's all about how you, how you carry yourself, how you present yourself and um, knowing yourself. Um, I feel like, you know, you, you'll get, you'll get taken away or, or harmed in your, your hometown before you would foreign area. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, bro, like I got a, I got a very strong faith in the ancestors and I feel that they walk with me. You know, I, I'm surrounded by them. And I also keep in mind that I, I got to make it home. So I'm always strategizing. As soon as I enter a room, I got escape plan to get out of that room. I'm sizing everybody up, everything. I'm feeling the energy, you know what I'm saying? Because as soon as I feel something off, I'm dipping, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm adapting. I got to adjust and adapt to whatever energy is there and what's going on. And as a trucker, it was like, bro, if you if you in a certain area, you know not to park here. Don't park in certain places to stay there, you know, stay in a well area. Just like if you get pulled over by uh, law enforcement. If I if I were to get pulled over, we live in the country. So if I'm pulled over in the country, bro, I'm going to Walmart somewhere. Like I'm about to pull up under some light where it's people around that can see what's going on and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like logic and instinct. And if you if you're afraid, you can't really think things through. So that's where um spirituality and you know breathing exercises, uh, grounding and some certain crystals. You know, I keep tumbling on me for protection. But uh, certain crystals and certain knowledge just helps you maneuver this thing because it's all energies. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So now um, I'm going to ask another question around that same is like, is there a stay safe guide amongst minority truckers? Or is it like a, a close knit community where you guys are like constantly keeping each other up to date? Hey, by the way, I was just in Charleston, right outside of Charleston, and causing some trouble out there. So, like, do you guys communicate to the point where you guys provide each other with safe passage locations? Have that going on. You know, tribe, you got your people that you can find out what's going on based where they're at. If you're riding with a, a CB radio, you know, you can find out what's going on up the road or behind you through the CB radio. But for the most part, man, um, as a, as a melanated being, you just got to be sharp because, um, like I said, knowing yourself, you know, that you, you're valuable, bro. Like melanin is worth more than gold out here. You know what I'm saying? So you talk about human trafficking and all these things that's going on in the world is because of the richness of the black man. And I mean, I feel like, um, knowing ourselves, it, it, it allows us to move different. Like if you know you're a God, you coming through like you a God, but at the same time, if you as precious as diamonds, you know, you don't, you don't shine your light on everybody. Everybody don't deserve you. So it's like a lot of instances, you don't talk to no strangers. You know, you're going to have people trying to sell you shit. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have people, uh, all type of stuff. You feel me? But the best thing you could do is like only deal with those who you see reflections of yourself in. The more foreign somebody looks to you, the more distance you want to keep from them. You know what I'm saying? Cause you don't relate to them. You don't know nothing about their world. They might be trying to bring you to their world and tap into yours real quick. So is it the same as a traveling salesman as well? Definitely, definitely. Um, 
as a, as a traveling salesman, um, I feel like you can you can study models. You know what I'm saying? You can study models from what's been done, and a lot of these success success stories of uh, independent cats who took a very unique route and went crazy, like David Banner or whoever. You know, it's all kind of stories out here. Joshua Chris, um, and figure out like what can work for you and what you do and then you implement that into your travels like for example if we going to um we going to cali i'm trying to do a festival i'm trying to hit the top spiritual shops in cali to whether i'm going just to scope the scene or build wholesale relationships or whatever you know what i'm saying because uh, if i scope the scene and i see something that i offer that's not being offered then i know i got an opportunity for a presence there you know what i'm saying so I feel like um, it allows you to, you know, expand what you're already doing, you know, broaden your horizon on, on your capabilities and what you what you feel strongly about you can do. Okay. Okay, cool. So I'm going to move on. Um, and, you know, I, I appreciate you sharing all that. Um, and so I want to go on to my next topic, which is, you know, as a try, which is the t- kind of times we're living in right now, right? Um, as a father, son, brother, sister, brother, husband, um, and human all around human, melanated human, right? Um, we're all in this pandemic together, right? Where were you when things popped off, when, when things started to lock down? Let me tell you about this one, bro. So I booked. I booked the biggest gym show in the world. It was it was, it, it fell on my birthday, uh, February thirteenth. But it's it's a three week long gym show in in Arizona, and it's it's the biggest one in the world. Um, you got vendors coming in from Africa, Brazil, uh, Afghan, you name it. They coming from everywhere. They got mines, or they got access to mines, and they bring these crystals straight from the ground. So I go out to the desert, um, you know, the Arizona. But this event, and we out there, man. Um, it was, it, and I was at a, I was at a turning point in my life where I was trying to figure out if I'm about to buy a truck and drive, or I'm about to focus on my company. You know what I'm saying? Because when I, when I uh, stopped driving trucks to pursue my business full time, and I walked away from that to pursue my business full time, which my business at the time, you know, it was doing probably a couple hundred a week. You know what I'm saying? Some days I have events, festivals on the weekend. I might go to Miami and do a festival and do a 2G weekend or whatever, something like that through the business. But it wasn't like consistent enough to say, okay, we could live off this. You know what I'm saying? But um, soon as I got back from Arizona, bro, I went to Arizona in February. We got back like the end of February. So while I'm out there, I'm expecting to see cacti and desert. They got waterfalls and it's beautiful. It's fucking amazing out there. So um, soon as we get back, probably about three weeks later, that's when we get talk with the world shutting down all this crazy shit. COVID hit, slam, COVID hit. Uh, COVID happened to be the best thing for a lot of black businesses because I had I had like seven or eight different shows booked. I booked festivals. I had a Cali festival book. Uh, it's called the Vegan Street Fair. We're going to be there next March. But it was supposed to be this March, 2020. They canceled that joint like two weeks before. Broke our hearts. Um, 
I had a New York joint, uh, Black Veg Fest, New York. Cancel that joint. Anyway, long story short, uh, once COVID hit, it changed everything from we got to be here. Hey, come find us here. It was like we was on tour. And people would pull up and see us. It would be people that come to Atlanta from Columbia or people that come here from there just to see me, you know what I'm saying, and shot with us. So um, COVID turned us into a more uh, dropship business. Now everything been online, online sales skyrocketed. Like we probably quadruple numbers from last year. Because last year we had an online presence, but we weren't as focused on, okay, we got to have content today. We need to post something new. We need to, you know what I mean? become more innovative in how we approaching this um online market but um yeah that's that's been really the the big blessing in disguise about the whole virus situation because a lot of people have been shopping online and it's inspired a lot of us uh entrepreneurs to become more creative in our outreach using these platforms social media and you know the podcast and everything like that yeah that, that sounds amazing i mean you know, out of out of tragedy is always success stories, right? Um, the yin and the yang of the uh, the way we live our lives, right? Um, right. And it sounds like you guys really um, were blessed because you go from not knowing whether or not going doing this full time is going to kind of feed your family to realizing, you know, the gift and the curse, right? Like. You know, yeah. it, it, the curse is the people around you are possibly suffering, but those people suffering need what you provide them to maintain yeah. their level of sanity, to bring peace into their lives. You know oh, what I mean? I'm talking about this side. I'm talking about like you got people at the at the spot now. You know, when they had the curfews, like people at the house, they weren't trying to leave the house. So you had so many people home now researching, learning about chakras, learning about. Um, elderberry and all these natural remedies and whatnot because we're in the age of information. So it's like, if a person don't want to know about uh, spirituality and natural healing, they just ignore the fact that, you know, it exists because it's right in front of you on this phone. Right, right. And so, and that's dope because yeah, I mean, for me, for me, I just started this, this podcast off of you know what? I want to do something with my time. I can't just sit still and not do anything. Plus, you know, I'm traveling, <laughs> listening to your story. Yo, I feel like I'm in the truck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, going to Miami, you know what I mean? Back in my day, he's going to Miami no, every summer. You know what I mean? Just, just living no. life. Yeah. But now we kind of stuck at home, right? And um, right. one of the things about starting this podcast I'm, I'm realizing we're all in the same boat right for sure you know sure. Um, I'm not I'm realizing that people are telling me like yo like talking about these trips bring nostalgia you know I, I paid like remember when we started the show I'll, I'll just give a little bit to myself right a little anxious yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right it's that we bring and I realized that the show shows that energy circumvents the physical, right? Um, you know, being mm -hmm. able to kind of interact with each other and still have a vibe and not actually having to be in person. But not everybody can do that. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, yeah, yeah. so I definitely appreciate, you know, being able to be in a space where I can give people a dope vibe to talk about their experiences. So 
You know, I was I was a little nervous to be. I'm always nervous. Respect. A lot of people don't realize this, but you know, I try to hold it down. I try to hold it down. Respect, um, bro. Respect. So, so <laughs> with business booming, right? And then outside slowly opening up, show closing back up. How are you adjusting to the new normal? Man, um, really just living in the moment, bro. Like this this virus has taught us one of the most valuable lessons. Um you don't know. You don't need to be worrying about how the bills going to get paid or the schedule for tomorrow. Like, now nah, we be on some shit like, all right, fuck it, let's go to the mountains next week, you know, or to tomorrow or Friday because um the virus, you know, the pandemic or whatever, like, it's, 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 for, it's forced us to stop worrying about the future so much. You know, we, we thankful for right now because you don't even know how it's gonna be tomorrow or next week? Is it gonna shut down? Is it gonna whoop the whoop? Ain't no point of worrying about it because you can't control it. But um, I, our biggest, you know, I feel like my biggest um adjustment uh, has been um family first, bro. Like I, I'm grateful that I I've been waiting because I kind of felt something telling me like, bro, don't buy no truck yet, don't do nothing yet, just just chill. So I chill long enough to see that okay, I need to be here with my kids helping teach them and putting them first. And now I actually uh, work my business around them. You know what I'm saying? So when they get up, we get up, make sure they straight. Then I get the business or whatever, whatever. And once I'm done with whatever I got to ship out today, whatever business got to be handled, uh, it's right back to them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, this is how life, it feels, life feels right, finally. It don't feel like, you know what I'm saying? I got to leave, go somewhere that I don't want to be. And um, it's it's helped me in my relationship with the universe because it's like, instead of me looking forward to this salary of making this much a week or worrying about where this person gonna send me on the next load, gonna send me somewhere cold that I don't wanna be, or they're gonna send me back to Florida. Um, now it's more so like, okay, I have, I have the ability to just control more. And I'm grateful because it's like, I don't have to be nowhere or I don't have to do nothing that I don't enjoy doing. Like, I love what I do, you feel me? So being, being able to focus on that, man, has been like life-changing. I'm, I'm more happy. I'm, I'm more um, interested in each moment. You know what I'm saying? Got you, got you. So, so, so does that mean, like, the way you move around is different, right? Because, I mean, you know, some states yeah, open, yeah. some states close, some states got high numbers once again the goal is always to come back home to family so like you know what is your new regiment when you're getting ready to leave the house or even travel right what's okay. the new okay. regiment so let's take this a couple steps back um as far as traveling out the country have you done a lot of like out of the country traveling i haven't i haven't even been out of the country yet uh, my first time Man, I was on a plane we do, we do, bro. I'm with it. I'm with it. Hey, bro, listen, like, I'm, I'm so, like, I'm like an old soul. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm 30, but like, my goal for next year, I'm trying to pay my crib off. You know, I'm trying to pay my house off, and we just got it like three years ago. You know, it'll be three years next year. But anyway, long story short, that was a goal I set for myself when we first got it. So like, everything else is like after that because this for them you know the house is for the kids and that's what i be having like i be so intentional uh now in everything i do i'm like okay whatever need to be done for them i'm gonna do that first and all my stuff i do it later okay okay 
So uh, we'll go back to what I was saying before. So when you're getting ready to leave to do your trips, like, do you have a checklist? Like, let's say, you know, yeah. I'm trying to move around. I'm trying to go on a road trip to North Carolina. What are some, what are the top five things that you kind of got to check and make sure is copacetic before you make that move? All right. Of course, we checking the weather first off. I check the weather, like, before I leave the house anytime. Because I done seen, like, days where we wake up and it's, like, 60 degrees. And then that joint dropped at, like, 45 by 12 p.m., which you expected to get warmer through the day where they got cool on us. So I check the weather anytime I get ready to leave out the crib. Uh, I need my elderberry syrup. I need that. Uh, that's for immunity. You know, they keep the immune system strong and uh, it kills mucus and all that stuff you don't want in you. My black seed oil the same way. Black seed oil, elderberry syrup, and sea moss gel, we pretty much take those every day. Um, I got to have those on day. We've been doing a lot of tea. So I take the tea with me. Um, man, uh, traveling far when we're going on a trip, those my everything like every I have a bag that I just I make sure the toothpaste and that toothbrush in there, uh, clothes in there, extra pair of clothes. We gotta double check and make sure we got extra for the kids because somebody might wet themselves in the car, you know, because kids like to hold their pee to the last minute. <laughs> so extra pair of clothes for the kids, snacks for them, uh, hippies and whatever they like. Um, we always um, we like the book. Like we don't wait till the last minute. We Rarely. If it's if we got the kids, we booking already. Wherever we going, the spot is booked, everything already arranged. But if it's just me and the guy that's on a, on a venture, uh, we might book once we get there, you know, do a little roaming around and see where we want to be at. Because a lot of times when you're doing, um, when I'm doing festivals, let's say I'm doing Atlanta. One, one time we did Atlanta, then we were from Atlanta to Miami. So if I'm doing something like that, Atlanta to Miami, we might not even stay the night after the festival. We might say, hey, we about to go ahead and hit the road and just get a room somewhere halfway in between or wherever we feel sleepy at in between Atlanta and Miami. But um, yeah, bro, that's that's my main thing. Um, extra socks, extra underwear, um, uh, tea tree oil, you know what I'm saying? Infectant spray. We always, she makes her own infectant spray. We make our own hand sanitizer. Uh, so we go, when we go to the tellies or the Airbnbs, we sanitizing things all the way down. Uh, I keep my black tourmaline, my labradorite, my protection crystals. Uh, those are things I gotta have. Uh, I keep something that I can uh, physically do some harm with, you know, whether it's a blade or something bigger, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, and meditation, <laughs> meditation. We, <laughs> you got you to gotta stay ready at all times, man. You, you know that. You know what we, I mean? in a, we, we in a spiritual war, man. Yeah, man. So do you have a bucket list of places you would like, like domestically or internationally, right? Like, so, I know one so. of my bucket lists is I want to go to Australia just because it's on the other side of the world. So like, what's your like top five places that you'd love to visit home or abroad? I bet. So I got to go to um, Ethiopia. I got to go to Ethiopia. Um, I have to go to, well, I can just say Africa because I'm trying to go to Africa and go crazy. Like I need to see all the sites. Um, <laughs> um, I got to go to Tulum. I got to go to Tulum. That's number two. Um, I got to go to 
Wow, it's a it's a vegan strip club in Oregon. I think it's in Portland. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They say they got they say they got fire food and just just to see what's going on, like get inspired. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'll go um, with you, bro. Just let me know. Say less. Hey, I got you. I got we in there. Um, so that's three. Uh four. Um, I gotta see uh like Ireland. Uh, my mom said we we got some some roots uh near Ireland, some Irish up in our blood somewhere. And the fifth one would have to be Jamaica. Mm, uh, I want to see. I want to see Jamaica. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna be going yeah, to Jamaica thanks. in 21. It'll be my third trip to Jamaica. Man, it's a it's a beautiful country. Right. Um, Ireland Word. is definitely on my trip on my trip list. Um, gotta go see Nessie. Um, and then um, Africa, bro. Like I'm, I think I'm not sure yet. Um, so one of the I go with a lot of travel groups, and one of the guys is trying to set up a recon mission. So um, pretty much they do reconnaissance, go on different trips um, to kind of see whether okay. or not it would be a group trip type of thing. So I told my man, I'm like, look, hit me up when we're doing recon. So we might be doing Joe Berg in either February or March, actually February. Wow. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but once again, you know, it's one of those situations where um africa is dope i mean i've been to a couple countries already um looking to expand that so you got a dope you got a dope list right there brother give thanks give thanks you know we are exploring the united states as much as we can right now and that's just because it's like you know things are locked down but what you do have control over is your ability to drive you know what i'm saying that's real now speaking of drive (laughs) <laughs> Talk about this RV trip, bro. Um, Yo. Listen, I've been looking at some RVs, and, I mean, they pretty much at a cost for a week. It's the cost of staying at a hotel and a flight to drive from coast to coast. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, yeah. I'm definitely looking at maybe an RV type of setup in the future. Bro, we... We gotta, we got. I, we was talking about going to um, Arizona for the gym show anyway, like February. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I got, I got a, I got an event, um, the Vegan Street Fair in in Cali in March. So I mean, if we Where could, you know, Cali? if you wanted to, we could make it. That's in LA. It's in Hollywood. I've never been to LA, so that's a perfect invitation right there. <laughs> Okay, man, man, yo, when you, when you, um, just send me the link, you know what I'm saying, we'll look through it and figure out something. I bet, bet. So, tell us what you got going on, tell people where they can find you, you know what I mean? For sure, for sure, um, you can check us out on Etsy, uh, it's, uh, King's Treasure LLC on Etsy, uh, the Instagram is King's Treasure Customs, uh, you can find Yoni Steams, uh, we got CMOS, we got CMOS Gel. I sell in bulk, wholesale and retail. I got plenty of crystals from amethyst to apothalite to, you know, crystals that you never probably even heard of or seen before. Um, I can pretty much make jewelry out of any crystal that you see there. I post all the new joints, um, whatever's new. I always post it on Instagram, so that's the best way to keep up. King's Treasure Customs on Instagram, King's Treasure LLC on Facebook and Etsy. And um, yeah, man, elderberries, elderberry syrup, 
And if it's anything that, you know, you want custom made, DM me. Uh, if it's something that you got a request for that you don't see on there, let me know. We probably got access to it. Point you in the right direction. And just so y'all know, you know what I'm saying? He hooked me up with a little couple pieces right here real quick. You know, I tell say. him what you're feeling. Tell him how you're feeling. Um, tell him what you're going through. And he'll definitely make some adjustments and kind of set up some custom joints for you. Um, he got me some custom joints. He got my dad some custom joints. He got my sister some custom joints. So we definitely appreciate you, brother. Um, you know, once again, this has been a long time overdue and definitely appreciate you supporting this. Um, you know, uh, we're kindred spirits to an extent, you know what I mean? Say, for sure. Um, and so, it's an honor. and oh, bro, it's, it's my, it's my pleasure, bro, because, um, <laughs> I, I really want to make sure that I'm diverse in the group of travelers that we get, right? It, it can't right. always be the glitz and glamour travel. It has to be sometimes the, the nitty gritty, the, the coast, yeah. coast type of travelers. You know what I mean? For sure. And For appreciate sure. You sharing your stories of traveling as a trucker, being able to go from Whole Foods to trucking to now being <laughs> an entrepreneur, bro. I mean, and that's amazing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, bro, I, give thanks. I just want to say, keep doing what you're doing, brother. And, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to more bling. I don't really wear jewelry like that, but I have to take these things off. So. Respect, bro. Respect. And also, man, to every everybody listening, bro, uh, if you want to charge it, keep your crystals charged and cleansed. Uh, the same thing that's in our bodies is also in these crystals, all that quartz and that crystalline. Put your crystals outside on the grass or the dirt, uh, anywhere that has soil beneath it. Let them sit out there for a couple of hours, man. They be charged up, renewed, and you put them back on, you're you going to feel uplifted. You know what I mean? We got snow outside. Can I put them on snow? Put them on snow, bro. Oh, I'm about to charge these bad boys up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my hey, brother, man. I appreciate you for doing the show. Um, definitely, you. we will be watching the growth of your business um, to see how you and your family do these things and hopefully, you know, take a lesson or two from, from your book. You know what I mean? Hey, it's a, it's an honor, bro. It's an honor. Any anything I can help with, just let me know.